The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one London low dealer in the Midwest at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the true magazine for the Midwest sportsman at MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, Illinois where the sandwich is the sandwich. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant, or a restaurant just for you and that special person, at 1 South LaGrange Road in downtown LaGrange at gpitaliano.com, 708-325-4590. Follow me. Find a world that embraces free open spaces. Come and follow me. Hello, everyone. This is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. Well, hey, everybody, welcome to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And if you haven't figured it out, this may be the last time we're going to be in the beautiful weather weekend here in the north central, uh, southern Wisconsin, northern Illinois, southern Michigan, because, you know, after that, we're getting into Halloween and November and cold and everything else. So if you have nothing going on, or if you have something going on, cancel it. Get outdoors. <laughs> I mean, it really is going to be a beautiful time, I think, out there. And uh, just get out there and enjoy it. Uh, this weekend, it's been pretty cool. Uh, we had uh, we were out at the Paul Douglas Forest Preserves in the Cook County, northwest part of Cook County, for the opening of their single trail, single track bike path. It's for biking, uh, running. Uh, it's not a paved trail. It's a uh, it's a little you know basically about a foot wide, if maybe a foot and a half wide, and it, uh, it alternates. You know, one on Monday you go this way, on Tuesday you go this way, on Wednesday you go this way. So that way nobody gets, you know, runs into each other. But it's going to be a, that's a cool thing to have, something new to enjoy in the great outdoors. And if you're ever on a bike trail, it's really surprising how many animals you see watching you drive by on a bike. It's, it is so cool. But that was one thing that's going on. Uh, another thing I want to tell everybody about, did you, if you didn't hear about it, you must be living in a bag. Uh, but last Sunday, a cougar, what did I say? A cougar. Yes, a four-legged cougar. Don't, all right, get out of your mind. A four-legged cougar, a mountain lion, uh, was struck and killed by a vehicle on Interstate 88 in DeKalb County. Uh, the DNR uh, transferred the animal to the state police, uh, to the, then the wildlife biologists, delivered it to the University of Illinois in Champaign, uh, Urbana, to have a full necropsy done on it and DNA analysis, because they, they can track through DNA where the lineage of these cats have come from and while i find it interesting you know and there's been some sightings and people have gotten pictures on their cameras uh trail cameras and you know okay it really isn't you know i've i've seen three cougars on trail cameras that uh, uh yeah they were 
but uh, you know, unfortunately, some people didn't want to believe we had cougars. I guess you know it's like Sasquatch. You got to have the body to believe that you got a Sasquatch. <laughs> but now, oh yes, we had a cougar in Illinois. They've been in Northwest Illinois. They've been in Central Illinois. They've we've had them in Chicago. Uh, they've been in the suburbs. Uh, and you know, it's kind of interesting. These cougars will also not cougars. There's a great article I read about a wolf that was banded in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan and was struck by a car on the Ohio-Pennsylvania state line. So that wolf traveled all the way around Chicago, through, through Wisconsin, around Chicago, across Indiana, across Ohio, and then got hit by a car. Nature's number one predator vehicles, <laughs> but it was that's, it was an interesting article. But here you can read uh, a lot about it on Chauncey's uh, Great Outdoors Facebook page. I've got the article and the press release from the DNR, but it just shows that you know things are great in the great outdoors. You know you, you never know what you're going to find when you're out in the outdoors. Okay, um, what else was going on this weekend? Oh, it's just it's going to be such a beautiful Saturday Sunday here. We need to get out, have some fun, and everything else, uh, and get a little fishing in. If you're duck hunting, pheasant hunting, and some of the, you know, clubs, you just or deer hunting up in a tree stand or on the ground. Get out, just be part of nature. If you take a nap in the woods, it's okay, because if every time you sleep outside, they add that to your life counter. So I figure I'm going to live to be about 150 at this point. Hey, let's get things done here. First of all, on today's show, we're going to have Mike Angus from Canberra uh, about the might- about the trail that they just put in for mountain biking in uh, northwest in uh, Cook County. Then Captain Tony's coming on to give a year-end review because the boat's going to be put to bed for the long winter's nap. And then Mike Reynolds is going to come on, and we're going to be talking about all the deer hunters out there and what they could do to kind of fool those deer so you can harvest your deer this year. Now let's hear from Mike Angus. Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors here on ESPN. We are on a cool, crisp morning with Mike Angus. Wouldn't you say it's a cool, crisp morning, Mike? Yes, I would say it's pretty cool this morning. It's actually not too bad. It didn't have a frost last night, so that's, it's a lot yeah, this morning. We don't have to push that. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, we're out here because up here at the Paul Douglas Woods in the northwest part of Cook County in Illinois, uh, you, a countless number of volunteers, the Forest Reserve District of Cook County, have done what? We have built a 13.3-mile natural surface trail system at Paul Douglas Woods. We've still got about 3.8 miles to build. This trail has been built by mountain bikers, but it's for a broader community, for hikers, for runners, to get out here and enjoy nature. Now, this is not the paved trail that you people when you say oh a bike trail they think of the, a paved trail with a yellow line going down the middle no 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 we're talking into those woods yeah we, we refer to it as single track it, it is basically a one to two foot wide natural surface trail built on the dirt that goes through the preserves mm-hmm. it winds through the trees it runs through nature you can get out here and enjoy just the natural beauty of the preserves somebody made comment that you had this idea 20 years ago. Is that true? Is that 20 years ago? Well, no. Um, I've been involved with Chicago Area Mountain Bikers for about 20 years. I enjoy being out in nature. I enjoy riding. Uh, this one here, I actually went to the uh, the Cook County about five years ago. Mm-hmm. And I said to them, you know, there's a nice piece of ground here. 
I really would like to do something with it. Would you be interested? And we've been talking on and off for about the last five years. And then when I became the executive director of Chicago Mountains, I said, hey, it's time to execute this thing. And I reached out to John McCabe at uh, Cook County, or the Forest Preserves of Cook County. And he said, yeah, I think this is a good time to do this. Uh, there's a strong demand for these trails. Let's put it in place. And we worked together to put this uh, in place. You know, if this was 15 years ago, I would have said you were talking to the, to the wall, okay? I really would have said that. In, in the last uh, X years from, uh, you know, President Tony Preckwinkle and Arnold, I mean, they realize that this 72,000 acres that we have isn't just a place that we let the trees grow and the grass grow. They do that. But they want people to get out there and touch the grass, touch the trees, and see it and do things from fishing, camping, uh, to biking, to... I mean, I can't even tell you all the things that... And it was never here before. So, I'm a thorough believer in nature, Mm -hmm. conservation, uh, but I also am a thorough believer in getting people out to enjoy it. Um, You've got to have people out in nature to respect nature, and I think it's really important for the the future generations to come. Getting people out, exercising it, enjoying nature, respecting nature. And I think these trails that we're building here do that. They get people out here, um, you get families out here, you get kids introduced to nature, and that breeds a whole new generation of people that respect nature. And and you, you just said the most true statement. It's not so much conserving or protecting but if you get out and touch it, yes. you walk it, you touch the grass, get a burr in your sock, you get, and, you know, we just had a bike go past yeah. us, hitting the trail. Yeah. And, I mean, this is where you get a better appreciation for what you have. Absolutely. There's a very strong balance to be had between conservation mm-hmm. and uh, recreation. That's right. And I think that balance is really important to, to, mm-hmm. to achieve. And one of the things that we have in a lot of places in Cook County Forest Preserves are deer. And what people don't understand is if you're walking, the deer aren't going to be around you. But if you're on a bicycle, on a bike trail, not off the bike trail, on the bike trail, you'll be surprised at how much wildlife is going to watch you go by. You know, um, wildlife is very adaptable. Um, They don't like things that are out of the norm. But when you have a trail and they're used to the people on the trail, they're used to people walking, they'll stand and watch you. They'll stand on that trail and they'll say, hey, you want me to get off your trail? As long as they're used to, they get used to you. They do. They, uh, and you'll, 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 I'm amazed how adaptable nature is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. Well, Mike, uh, you know, for you and, like I said, all the volunteers, your organization, and especially working with the, the Forest Preserve District, willing to say, hmm, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Let's work on it. That shows you their interest in the great outdoors to be enjoyed by everyone. Absolutely. We really appreciate the partnership with Forest Preserves of Cook County. They've been a standing partner to work with. Cool. Really appreciate it. Mike, thanks so much for coming on the show this morning and talking to us about it. In the spring when it warms up, I'll come out here and take a little ride. (laughs) Absolutely. Everyone's welcome to be out here and enjoy it. And once again, it's also open year-round, right? Absolutely. Yeah, we'll be grooming the trails in winter so uh, people will be able to ride and walk the trails if it doesn't... uh, Leave a footprint on the tra- on the trail, mm-hmm. so cool. that's really yeah. nice to ex- expand the season. Expand the season. Yeah. Once again, thanks so much for coming on the show. Absolute pleasure. You're, li- speaking to you. you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks Marine is now taking deposits for the 2023 London Low Boats. 
That's right. The assembly line is working on those 2023 models, and the Waterworks Marine wants you to get the boat of your dreams and get on the water and enjoy a day with your friends and family. But if you have a boat and need service, parts, supplies, or any of those water fun towable items, only make one stop at Waterworks and get on the water faster. Give them a call at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks.com and tell them Chauncey sent you. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577 and plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors magazine. For only $14.95, big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how-to and where-to-go information you can use all year long. Call 1-800-606-FISH. Inside each issue, you'll find timely, in-depth articles on fishing techniques, hunting strategies, equipment reviews, and new product showcases. Fishing or hunting, it's all covered. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! That's the sound you'll hear at the Illinois Conservation Foundation Director's Hunt taking place on November 28th and 29th, right after Thanksgiving, at the new location, the Jim Edgar Panther Creek State Fish and Wildlife Area in central Illinois near Springfield. This hunt will include lunch and a banquet dinner on the 28th, overnight lodging, as well as breakfast on the 29th. Hunting guides and dogs will be provided if needed. For more information, go to the IL Conservation. That's ilconservation.org for special early bird pricing and save on groups of four. Make your plans. I'll be there. Get them. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. 
You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. Well, I got me a bass boat equipped to the max. Jail coat and sparkle, she's my waterproof Cadillac. She'd see her out on the flats. I got high-tech equipment, rides and reels and lines. Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors, and on the phone with me, he's not sitting on the dock of the boat. <laughs> nope, I'm sitting in my living room. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Captain Tony on the phone here from Diamond Ghost Charters. Tony, well, you're buttoning the boat up and it, putting it in for a long winter's nap, right? Uh, yeah, this Friday, the boat was dry docked and all wrapped up for... Her winter's nap, maybe you sneak in once in a while on a nice day to do something, but, you know, it's like it's that time of year. I mean, the whole week we had all these high winds and these big waves. Uh, uh, they were rolling in on uh, Thursday and Friday still a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, no one has fished. Uh, as far as I know, there's a couple guys still late in the water, and uh, good luck to them out there and that wavy, wavy stuff out there. Uh, this weekend is supposed to be really nice, but you know the wind might pick back up here. So if you're going out in your little boat, be careful. Yeah, be real careful. And you know, as a matter of fact, I saw some video of um, Lake Michigan and St. Joseph. Uh, the waves hitting the pier and the lighthouse. Ooh, Mother Nature was not a happy camper. <laughs> oh, last time it was cranking, they were. Uh, Nine to 14s to 21s to occasional 26s foot waves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's huge out there, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, sometimes we go out five footers, but, you know, 26s, nah, it'll eat you. Lake Michigan, you got to respect her or she'll eat you alive. Oh, yes, it is. You know, everybody, we're talking with uh, Captain Tony from Diamond Ghost Charters, and, you know, um, he's, he's taking the boat out of the water uh, for the winter, and, you know, he'll tinker around and fix things that need to be touched and stuff like that. But, you know, Tony, overall, when you when people are going to be looking to go, you know, salmon fishing next year, uh, first of all, if you're going to think about going next year, you need to make a reservation now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm accepting reservations for 23 mm-hmm. Fishing season, you know, again, you know, uh, we, me and you, we started end of April, which was fantastic. We, we pounded on them. Um, then May rolled in and the co-hosts were just dire to jump in the boat. You know, they're so hungry. It, it was and, uh, June was another great month, July, August. Uh, and then, you know, we're, we were hopefully get a lot of kings, but we didn't see a lot of kings this year again. And, uh, we ended up beating up some late trout, some rainbows offshore, mm-hmm. and then come October, late September, October, we were pounding out them late trout, you know, and uh, they're still out there. If you're interested in late trout, I would just run out to about 180 feet of water out in front of Waukegan and start fishing off the bottom. Yeah, that's, that's where they're hiding. But, you know, when you look at next year, for example, you know, you're looking at, uh, uh, you know, as you said, the boat goes in in April, late April, uh, beginning of May, it could be coho heaven. <laughs> right, right. That first day we went out there uh, to break in the boat. Hell, we're done with, what, 15 fish in 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, 
right place, right time, but they were they were there and they were there for all of May, so that was good. Yeah, if you're looking for a date, I am taking reservations. Uh, I do take this time of year without a deposit. That come January around the fishing show time, I ask for a deposit mm-hmm. to lock in for that special weekend date. Because let's face it, the weekends went pretty good. Actually, both months May and June went pretty fast last year. Oh yeah. Booking. Yeah, and, you know, the other thing, too, is, uh, you know, the coaxial, you know, you're not catching fish that are 10, 12 pounds or 15 pounds or 18 pounds. You know, coho in the spring are smaller fish, uh, but they are per- perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, you can do so many things with them. They're, yeah. they're so uniform in color, taste, and in size. It's like I uh, get people want to come out strictly take take them for locks mm-hmm. to make locks out of them uh, people smoke them people want the whole fish to smoke them some mm-hmm. people grill them you know you it's a versatile fish oh yeah right you can make it you can grill it you can smoke it yeah and uh you, you know it's one of the best eating fishes out there for uh, uh salmon mm-hmm. you know i mean very tasty fish you know yeah. you don't have to overspice them or nothing like that just Eat them up. Yeah. And then, you know, what's neat about the spring fishing for salmon is, you know, the April, May, you know, even into the beginning of June, is that this is a perfect time if you've got some younger kids in the house that you want to take fishing. And I'm not talking four or five kids. You know, you got some, you know, kids that are 10, 11, 12 and up. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say 7, 8, 9, 10 and up, you know, mm-hmm. it's a great time for them, fast action. Uh, it's great for families. Come out, you know, bring some food, sit back, relax. Mm-hmm. Start grabbing rods and start reeling in fish. You know, even the little kids can do it. I usually kick the parents off the rods and <laughs> the kids reel in fish. You know. Oh, exactly. And one yeah, of the it's thi- a fun time for families out there. It is, and but you have to remember too. You know, we're talking April, May. You know, the lake is cold. And you've yeah. got to you've got to realize that hey I've got to dress differently uh, you know I got to have layers on so I can you know I may be warm at your house but when you get onto Lake Michigan it's going to be cold you're going to have to do that right. dress like it was Wednesday and Thursday of this last week where it was freezing mm-hmm. you know you can always take the clothes off you know I got yeah. a cabin if you want to go change into shorts go change into shorts you're hot on a nice day but the more you bring. You know, the better off you are. Rain oh, gear yeah. blocks the wind. The whole nine yards. Stress for the weather, and we always stress that, you know. Mm-hmm. One of the things. It's a family fun day. That's what it is. Yeah, and then as you, you know, progress into, you know, into the summer. I yeah, want... mid-June starts warming up. You yeah. know, July, August is really nice and warm. You know, sometimes it's too warm, but yeah. then you just sit in your shorts. Yeah, what was it that, I think it was July and August, the the. You're getting some kings, you're getting a couple lake trouts, you get an occasional steelhead, but those coho, they got to, they started looking like football players. They had big shoulders oh, yeah. on them. Starting, you know, for some reason they were eating really good, like mid June, yeah. end of June, July, August, uh, early September. We were going way offshore, and there were some mature cohos in the ten to fourteen to fifteen pound class out mm-hmm. there being caught. It's yeah. amazing, beautiful fish. Yeah. Again, another good eating fish. Just a little bit bigger. Yeah. As a matter of fact, one time we, we got a fish on one of those big cohos, and, I mean, the, the fish wanted to outrun the boat. And I'm cranking, and you're, you know, you know, telling me what to do, what to do, and this and that and that and this. And I go, this has got to be a king. And he goes, no, it's a coho. And I go, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, sometimes the big cohos fight even harder than kings. Yeah. You know? oh. I mean, they're a fast fish, you know. Uh, especially when they're running in front of the boat. The mm-hmm. only biggest thing is we don't want them to go under the boat. No, you know, no, no, but no, 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 no. 
you know, you can't control a fish that big. Even the king salmon, you can't mm-hmm. control. I get guys want to muscle them in. I'm like, let the drag scream out. Well, I'm not getting no line. Well, that's part of the drag system. Mm-hmm. Let them get tired, start a couple more cranks, you know, and he'll eventually come in. He'll yeah. get tired, he'll get tired, and we'll throw him in the cooler. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's. I got to tell people, some of the, the coolest things about um, when we're out fishing with Diamond Ghost Charters, you, you never know who's going to stop on by and take a little break from flying. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. We get all kinds of little warblers out there. Uh, sometimes we get those, uh, I forgot what they're called, they got them forked tails out there. Mm-hmm. They, they come land on the, be- on the boat, and sometimes we get an occasional bat that's lost out there, and he wants to land on the boat. <laughs> and everyone starts screaming. He just wants to take a break. He's like, hey, man, I'm tired. i got to rest. You know? <laughs> right, right. Everyone's covering up their necks like they're vampire bats, which is pretty funny, you know. <laughs> nope, it's not a vampire bat. It's yeah. just a bug-eating bat that eats probably a million bugs a year, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, but I, I can't uh, remember what bird, what, which wobbler it was. But we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, this bird landed. And he landed, like, on the downrigger area. And I'm like... Oh, this is interesting. And he just kind of stood there. <sighs> I go, you know, oh, yeah. sure is that way, guy. I don't know where you came from, but you got to go back that way. <laughs> Sometimes people are like amazed. Sometimes, so, like one guy goes, what's that floating in the water? I'm like, a probably a piece of wood, you know. All of a sudden, flew out, flew into the cockpit area and landed on my cleaning board I have hanging there. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, he's tired. He was going to be, you know, fish bait somewhere. Yeah. You know, and, you know. You approach him nice and slow. I got him up on my finger. I end up sticking him up uh, right up on my radar. And, you know, it's one of the birds I posted on uh, Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. He's just, he got so exhausted, he landed in the water. He, yeah. he came up once, missed the boat, went back in the water. The second try, he came and flew right into the boat. And mm-hmm. he came all the way to shore with us and finally he took off. Yeah. You know, one of the things I have to tell people about, you know, Captain Tony and Diamond Ghost Charters, you know, I, I know... Many charter captains, and many, many of them are very good captains. They're, they're nice, they're conscientious, but, you know, as with anything, you know, you get a couple of guys that, when it's ugly out there, Tony's going to be the first one to call you up and say, listen, it may be not windy at your house, but it's ugly out here. And he's not telling right. you because he wants to roll over, because he goes down to the lakefront to double check and says, hey, it's no, because you're going to go out and you're going to get sick, and some of the party's not going to enjoy it. Let's you know, just we want everyone yeah. to be comfortable out yeah. there. You hit your avid, avid fishermen, and you know you got guys coming out bringing their young kids. And I'm like, hey, fill them with your ammo, mate. Mm-hmm. You know, for instance, uh, October was hard for me to get trips out because all the wind and waves. Kids ain't going to do good out there unless they're pumped up no. with your ammo, mate. And the guy goes, no, it'll be fine. And we had run 11 miles to the South Reef, you know. I stopped halfway. I said, this could be really rough out there. You know, it's like, what do you want to do? He goes, no, we're all fine. Great. So as I shut down 11 miles, the Martians showed up. They were oversized. They weren't feeling good. You mm-hmm. know, I dropped two rods in real quick to try to get something to go. A guy looked at me and goes, can we go back? I'm like, oh, man. And it, it was choppy going into them, you know, but and there's fish to be caught out there. Even yeah. Not a bumpy oh, day, yeah. You know, but it was not meant for the little kids, you no. know, and, and I all of that. And I think that's one of the things that is so good about you, Tony, is that you're going to call somebody up and say, listen, it's, you know, it's fishable. It's going to be a little bit rough. Or, hey, no, we ain't going to do this. You know, this is, right. let's get you know what? You know, I look at it this way, honestly. You know, I turn my keys. I need to make money if I'm burning fuel, especially mm-hmm. to rate 
the cost of fuel at the marina and how we don't get, get really good gas mileage, you know, and it, it's like, uh, I'd rather pick another day that's nicer for the families, you know, yeah. than go out and beat them up and never see them again. Right. The other thing, too, is you also have, uh, during the week, you can do two- and four-person charters. Yeah, yeah, there's where you get a little bit of a break, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, my rates are going to stay the same for next year. Oh, uh, good. Some guys are really going up you know, about an extra 150 maybe 200 I hear, but it's hard to determine right now. We don't know what next year's, year's gas prices mm-hmm. are going to bring. And, you know, with inflation... You know, we're trying to keep costs down. Yeah, you know? but but it's really hard with what's going on out in the world. But we're we're really mm-hmm. fair with people, hundred oh, percent. Very fair, Tony. If somebody wants to give you a call and say, Captain Tony, I want to, you know, put my name in on a, a date or a weekend, and I'll see you at the Schaumburg show to drop off a check uh, or cash. What, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, I would still call the office in area code eight four seven. Eight three eight two zero three seven. Leave a message if I am not there. I might be out casting somewhere, or if mm-hmm. it's you know in the winter time, I'm probably ice fishing. <laughs> but uh, but uh, leave a message and uh, I'll get back to you. You can always visit me on the World Wide Web at www.diamondghostcharters.com. Uh, I got a contact info there. Click on that, send me an email, or find me on Google and click on my website. And Find out all the information you need and send me a, even a text. Grab my cell number. Send me a text. Once again, Tony, thank you for a great year of fishing, teaching people how to fish, and letting us enjoy your time every Saturday on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. No, thank you, Chauncey, for you know having me out there on your show as a guest. And thank to all, thank you, thanks to all my uh, great customers that I take out, great people I have. And even the people who call for information, thank you. And everyone be safe out there and have a great winter. And uh, we'll see you next year. That's right. And what do we all sing on the dock at Captain Tony's? Sitting, <laughs> Sitting on, on the dock of the bay. bay. <laughs> all right, guys. Hey, if you're going out this weekend, be safe out there and catch a lot of fish. That's right. You're listening to Chauncey. On Chauncey's Great Outdoors, you know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks Marine is looking to expand their five-star rated marine mechanic staff, become part of the Waterworks staff, and feel what it's like to be part of the best marine mechanic staff in the Midwest with training, benefits, good pay, and more. When people know you're a marine mechanic at Waterworks, they know you're now part of the best of the best. For job inquiries, call 708-798-9700 or contact them at waterworks.com. Tell them Chauncey sent you. You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors Magazine. In 95, you get 12 big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how-to and where-to-go information you can use all year long. Call 1-800-606-FISH. Inside each issue, you'll find timely, in-depth articles on fishing techniques, hunting strategies, equipment reviews, and new product showcases. Fishing or hunting, it's all covered. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH. Did you know that Midwest Outdoors Magazine includes a state section for where you live? Each month you get the information that matters to you and where you hunt and fish. For you can't beat this deal. 
Call 1-800-606-FISH and start your adventure with Midwest Outdoors today. I fish. I also clean local waterways so others can fish and swim. I help build public boat ramps for easy access to the water. I provide fishing and water safety education for kids. I maintain a healthy fish population so tomorrow's anglers can enjoy a catch. I prevent unwanted species from spreading into waters where they don't belong. I restore the condition of rivers to help fish and wildlife thrive. I fund long-term plans to protect our lakes and streams. I do all of these things and more, all because I buy a fishing license. When you buy a fishing license, you do a lot. In fact, every dollar from a license purchase protects and maintains your local waterways for future generations to enjoy. To learn more about how you can get your fishing license, go to TakeMeFishing.org. That's TakeMeFishing.org. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at ChaunceyMedia at AOL.com. This segment is brought to you by DiamondGhostCharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell, Fish on! Trolling, 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 Hey, this is Captain Sig off the Deadliest Cats. You're listening to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors, and you know, it's that time of the year when, you know, October rolls around, and then November rolls around, and you know, into this, we get that into December, and a little bit more, and it's called deer season. (laughs) And I'm so excited about that, and well, hey, this is like the swallows of Capistrano coming back uh, to, you know, to the mission church it's mike reynolds coming back to talk about deer hunting (laughs) (laughs) i've been called many things but never a swallow (laughs) yeah well you know hey buddy really i mean i'm seeing some really nice does i'm seeing some really nice bucks people are taking archery hunting uh there was i had last week on the first gentleman uh, jose guzman the uh legally harvested deer with bow and arrow in uh, cook county he did that down by uh, Calumet, uh, Lake Calumet area and some state land down there. Uh, so, I mean, there's, there, it's definitely deer season. <laughs> okay. Oh, God, yeah, it's, it's rolling. This cold front has put a lot of deer on their feet and a lot of bow hunters. They put smiles on their faces and put butts in stands. Now, mm. this, this weekend, I think, is going to slow a little bit because it's going to get warm. But once the next cold front comes through, I think you're going to see a lot of guys talking about a lot of deer going in the freezer. Right. And everybody, we're talking with Mike Reynolds, uh, my extremely good friend and also pro staffer for Chauncey's Great Outdoors, uh, Primos, Game Calls, uh, and just an all-around really, really good outdoorsman who puts up with a lot of my shenanigans. Uh <laughs> And have for many years. Let's, let's, let's make that clear. Yeah. 
But, you know, with deer hunting, you know, and, and I've tried to explain it to some people, and um, they kind of look at me like, huh? So, I mean, if I say it to them, they may not believe me. But when I get somebody who's an expert like you to explain it to them, they believe it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I'm an expert. But... Oh, okay. But uh, but there's been more deer on your barbecue than have been to my barbecue lately, I can tell you that. <laughs> well, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I get some deer in the freezer. Exactly. Hey, um, really, when you're deer hunting, you know, and everybody says they're, yes, they're they're difficult to hunt only because they are, you know, they're not on the top end of the of the uh, predator chain. They're on the, the lower end of the predator chain. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good way to put it. You know, they're not on the upper end of the predator chain. They're on the lower end of the predator chain. And yeah. really, really, there's what what makes deer so difficult to, you know, harvest down? I mean, what is it about them that just drives hunters crazy? Uh, The hardest thing, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. to fool is their nose. They have an exceptional nose that can smell, uh, depending on who you talk to, from 150 times better than us to 50,000 times better than us. Their olfactory sense is set up differently than ours because their survival depends on what they smell and how they smell it and how they identify what they smell. Mm-hmm. So for us, smell some garlic from somebody cooking some some Italian food in the kitchen and we smell maybe tomato, maybe garlic. A deer probably could smell the oregano, the cheese, the wine, the beef. They, could, they can separate all of those scents. Their nose works in such a way that they can separate would consider one smell into its its individual components. Hmm. So it makes it really, really hard to fool them. And that's to me that's the fun of it. And we talk about turkeys. When we fool turkeys, if if you get to see a tom turkey in full strut you want. Because you've you've fooled evolution basically and the same with deer if if you're in a deer stand and a deer walks by you whether you're going to shoot it or not but a deer walks by you and never alerts to your presence you've won because you fooled a hundred well i was going to say a hundred thousand years but thousands of years of evolution even if you don't put meat in your freezer you've won (laughs) millions and billions of years of evolution (laughs) yeah Well, and that's it. I mean, and it's just, when I've, you know, over the millennia of my, you know, deer hunting from being a novice up in Michigan, uh, you know, uh, archery hunting and really learning how, like, man, he doesn't know who I am yet. It doesn't smell me. I'm in full camo. And it was the cheap camo, not the good camo, okay, (laughs) at that time of my life. And it's like, and then all of a sudden they get close enough, they go... And they look at you, or they look at whatever you think they are, you know, what they think they're looking at, and, man, they just take off. You know, it just amazes me 
how they are so sensitive to that smell because it's there's really three senses that's the sense of smell the eyes and the ears and that nose isn't just good it's really good yeah it's it's amazingly good and and you can fool their eyes with camo and, mm-hmm. and remember you said the the cheap camo any any camo can work. Remember, in the old days, Chance, there was no camel. Guys sat on a stump with blue jeans and a red and black buffalo plaid shirt. Yeah. And they, they killed many deer. The deer's eye is set up for movement. So if you're able to remain still, you can fool their eyes. Camel yeah. helps because it covers up your movement a little bit. Yeah. So you could fool their eyes. And if you're quiet and you don't make any human sounds, you could fool their ears. Now, by human sounds... If your tree stand creaks, that's not a sound they hear in the wild. They hear all kinds of noise all the time, but it's natural. If you make an unnatural sound, a metal sound, a creaking sound, then they're going to alert to it. But if you're you're still and you don't move, you'll fool their eyes, you'll fool their ears. Then you got to fool the big one. Mm-hmm. Then you got to fool the nose. A lot of guys will go 20 feet up in a tree to fool their nose. A lot of guys will hunt from the ground and use cover scent. A lot of guys will use um, extreme measures to, to disappear. In our seminars, Trance, we talk about two different schools of thought. There's the people that want to disappear in the woods. They want to be a ghost. They don't want the deer to have any idea that, that they're in the woods. Mm-hmm. And then there's a school of thought where I can't control enough of my scent so I'm going to cover my scent and let them know that something's there, but I'm no danger to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the next scent that they, as you mentioned, the eyes, uh, their, their eyes are, you know, not, they're good, but I, I don't think that they're, they're they're catching movement in my mind. I could be a thousand percent wrong, everybody, so don't write hate mail to me. I, I think that their eyes catch movement and something that doesn't look right. Because you look at the woods, everything is going up and down. And their f- eyes are picking up things that go left to right. And like, hey, what was that? You know? Right. Well, well and it's the same way that we find, we see deer that we don't see a whole deer. When, when I was young and, and beginning this, an old timer told me, look for horizontal things in the woods. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it, if you see a deer back, or the back of a deer as he walks through the woods, it's horizontal. Now, you'll see horizontal things in the woods, down logs, tops of, of bushes and, and mm-hmm. shrub, but it's irregular. If you see something that's solidly horizontal, then it could be a deer, or it could be a coyote, or it could be a number of four-legged animals. But that was a trick that, that an old guy taught me way back when, and I still look for it to this day. You'll hear a sound, and you know where the sound's coming from, and you look to see that horizontal. I think the deer are doing the same thing, but I think sometimes they look for definitely movement, and then that they'll key in on the movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that's and and then it's like, oh, what is that? And then the third thing that they've got are those dang big huge megaphones on the top of their head. Right. And, you know, geez. And they can turn them independently. They can (laughs) hear different sounds from different directions and identify them. 
Yeah. And that's so it, it kind of like it's the nose, the ears, the eyes, I think. Would you say? Nose, ears, eyes. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I, I believe I, I believe I'd agree with you. Yeah, because I just think that they're they're keyed in and that hearing. You know, like I said, you said just visualize. You know, if you had ears like a you know a deer, a donkey, you know, a horse, they can turn those ears at an angle because it's like, wait a minute, I thought I heard something to the right, but I don't want to look that way yet. You know, to give away my position because their only method of defense is to run. Yeah, they got to get. They gotta they gotta put distance between them and whatever they think they hear or see or smell. Yeah. And we've talked about it before. I think they'll they'll not boogie when they think they see something. They'll not boogie when they think they hear something. Mm-hmm. But when they think they smell something, they boogie. Yeah. Thank and God. sometimes they'll just boogie twenty yards and turn around and try to check it and see what they thought they yeah. ran away from and. Sometimes you get lucky when they turn around to check, they stand, they stop, and they offer an opportunity for a shot. Yeah. Well, or what they like to, you know, and every, you've done, I've done, it's just been happening to you, it's happened to me, where they stand in front of you, and they, you know, you got your bow down, and you can't pick it up, and they snort at you. They stomp their feet. Oh, yep. <laughs> I don't have to shoot. I don't. I don't have to take a shot. I just say I got a deer. You know, I mean, it was, it's the coolest thing. <laughs> yeah, and, they, and there's a school of thought that thinks that that says they're trying to get you to move. They're not sure of what you are. Yeah, they're pretty sure you don't belong there, and they're trying to get you to move. And the other thing is they'll give you that fake. I'm just going to feed. I'm just going to put my head down and feed a little bit, and then they snap their head back up. Yeah. And all of us, I'm pretty sure, at one point when we were new, got caught. Mm-hmm. Because as they put their head down the feed, we reach for our bow or our gun, and then they snap their head up, and they catch you either moving or in an awkward position that you cannot hold. Yeah, exactly. And then they, they're out. Yeah, and just remember, everybody, deer can't count. They, if you have two legs, <laughs> as long as they can't see your face, you're okay. <laughs> you know? They can't exactly. count. Yeah, exactly. And the other thing that, that I want to question, or I want to, oh, not question, I want to warn guys against, your first inclination when it when you see a deer and it sees you is to squat out. It's the worst thing in the world to do. Mm. And it's hard, it's very, very hard to not want to squat down. But if you're walking and they see you and you stand still, you just stop and stand, you can virtually disappear in the background. Yeah. If you stay still, if you squat down, then they see movement. Now they're suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. When I was nineteen, I I had a deer walk towards me in the woods, and I had the bow down, and I went, "Oh, I can't move," you know, because he's looking at me. And it was so funny because as I'm I'm looking at it, I'm looking at it, and I'm watching it, watching. It, I go, "There's a tree, but a down tree between the two of us." I said, "He's going to go underneath that tree, and I'll get a chance to pull my bow back." Well, he didn't do that. He jumped over the tree, but he kept walking towards me. And I'm standing there going, oh, and he got close. He got about 25 feet from me. And then I got the big, you know, suck of air going through his nose. And then his ears looked at me and vapor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, it's what makes it fun, though, Chauncey. And whenever you make a mistake, you should try to 
figure out why and learn something from it so you don't do it again. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And we're all going to make mistakes when we hunt because we're not perfect. And we, we're not in tune with the outdoors. Mm-hmm. We're in their front yard or their backyard, and that's how they survive. But if you learn, each mistake can be something that can teach you something for down the road, and you'll become a better hunter, a better teacher, and a, a better outdoorsman every mm-hmm. time you make a mistake and you learn from it. Okay. Well, cool, Mike. I want to say thank you for coming on the show this morning and talking to us about the three things when you're deer hunting that he's got better than us that you have to learn how to trick or hide from, and then you'll be harvest bigger, more deer, just by learning what those three things are and knowing what to do to stop them from getting you, right? That's a long way around the block, but yeah, I think you said something that was valuable. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes yeah, I take was... the long way home, you know? Yeah, you you certainly did a way, went a long, long, long way on the block. Of course, you do have an hour to fill, so I get it. <laughs> Mike, I look forward to seeing you out in the field, my friend. See you soon, Chuck. Thank you. Thank you for coming. That's Mike Reynolds, everybody, my very, very good friend and pro staffer for Chauncey's Great Outdoors, Primos, and just somebody who enjoys teaching the outdoors and getting people excited about fishing, hunting, and napping in a hammock. Thanks, Mike. You're welcome. Thank you. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. We know the outdoors. Hey, man, you seen that bear go by here? A bear? Yeah, man, he had on a ranger's hat. A bear with a ranger's hat? Oh, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, man, he had a shovel in his hand, too. Oh, did he have a picnic basket, too? No, man, not that bear. You know, like the bear that checks out the forest, man. Oh, what's he checking out, man? Well, like he's checking out for careless people, man, who start fires in the forest. Well, that sounds real heavy, man. Hey, well, it is. You know, like every year some dude forgets to put out his campfire and a match or a cigarette or something else, you know. And like thousands of acres go up in smoke. Up in smoke, man? That's right. Yeah, smoke. (laughs) Like in fire that could burn up this place. Yeah? Yeah, and that's why the bear, he says, only you can prevent forest fires. Hey, I know that bear, man. What's his name again? Smokey Bear. Well, what do you need him for, man? Because I need a ride back to the city. <laughs> a public service of the Forest Service, USDA, your state foresters, and the Ad Council. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester is the place for that true classic Chicago hot dog and the best Italian beef sandwich large enough to share. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester also has specialties like an Italian sausage and beef combo, gyros, pasta, Italian steak, eggplant, parmesan, ribs, salads, daily specials, and even the best flame-broiled hamburgers. Make Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester your favorite. It's ours. Waterworks Marine is looking to expand their five-star rated marine mechanic staff, become part of the Waterworks staff, and feel what it's like to be part of the best marine mechanic staff in the Midwest with training, benefits, good pay, and more. When people know you're a marine mechanic at Waterworks, they know you're now part of the best of the best. For job inquiries, call 708-798-9700 or contact them at waterworks.com. Tell them Chauncey sent you. 
plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577 and plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. That's the sound you'll hear at the Illinois Conservation Foundation Director's Hunt taking place on November 28th and 29th, right after Thanksgiving, at the new location, the Jim Edgar Panther Creek State Fish and Wildlife Area in central Illinois near Springfield. This hunt will include lunch and a banquet dinner on the 28th, overnight lodging, as well as breakfast on the 29th. Hunting guides and dogs will be provided if needed. For more information, go to the IL Conservation. That's ilconservation.org for special early bird pricing and save on groups of four. Make your plans. I'll be there. Get them. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one London low dealer in the Midwest at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the true magazine for the Midwest sportsman at MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, Illinois where the sandwich is the sandwich. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant, or a restaurant just for you and that special person, at 1 South LaGrange Road in downtown LaGrange, at gpitaliano.com, 708-325-4590. Diamond Ghost Charters with Captain Tony at diamondghostcharters.com, and Ren Lake Area Tourism at renlake.com. A little bit of heaven at exit 77 on Interstate 57. Well, let me tell you a story about a little fella. Black and blue with a hand of yellow. The blue gill boogie. Yeah, the bluegill boogie When the bass ain't biting and the trout are gone I'm listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoor on ESPN Radio AM 1000 in Chicago The bluegill boogie 
Hey everybody, welcome yeah, back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. I hope you enjoyed today's show. I had fun talking with, you know, Mike Angus and then Captain Tony and then Mike Reynolds. And well, you could tell when I'm talking to both of those, I'm I'm talking to two guys I spent a lot of time in the great outdoors. But, you know, let's get to the Aiden Fishing Report because uh, this last segment's a little bit short because we had long interviews. He And this is sponsored by Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Hey, Papa. Dad and I went with a friend of yours on the Grand River, and he showed me that the Chinook and Steelhead are all mixed in together in the river. With the cold and rain, you could see the eggs from the salmon floating down river, and that's what the Steelhead are eating. Um, that's And the salmon really won't hit anything you're trying to catch them with, so it's best to try for Steelhead behind the salmon because they're waiting for those eggs. Fish the darker water behind the salmon, and you may get a big one. We all had different colored flies that look like fish eggs in orange, peach, and cream colors. I missed a couple of hits, but then the, your friend hooked one and let me reel it in. It was a lot of fun. Those fight really hard. Wow. That's how he wrote it. <laughs> See you soon. Come up to a hockey game. Your fishing magician, Aiden. And then once again, is brought to you by our friends at Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Hey, you know, with uh, deer season going on and archery, you know, archery deer season going on and duck hunting going on and late season fishing, uh, the chain of lakes has been on fire for a lot of different species. Uh, get out there and spend some time. And with this weekend being so beautiful, I would be there a lot. Uh, Lake Michigan salmon, uh, you're getting, they're getting a little darker, too dark, actually, in my books, but they're still okay. Uh, on along the shoreline, boaters are having a tough time because the gales of October will keep you in the harbor. I'm not kidding you. The It could get ugly out there. So everybody's shore fishing uh, with good common sense. And they're using bigger spoons, wobble spoons, glow in the dark at night, and picking up uh, fish that way. And we're going to try to get somebody on next week to talk about maybe some of the salmon fishing on the lakefront. We also saw a great activity of some migrating birds. I even heard uh, sandhill cranes flying overhead. Oh, I can hear the flute playing. That means we're coming to the end of the show. Uh, I like to leave you with a Native American proverb, and this one comes from my friend Apan Sui Majwat. When the leaves fall to the ground, it's to make a blanket for Mother Earth this winter to keep her warm till spring. <laughs> That's pretty cute. From Apan Sui, when the leaves fall to the ground, it's to make a blanket for Mother Earth this winter to keep her warm till spring. And then we know what happens in spring. She wakes up and all the flowers pop. Hey, please remember, we don't own the woods, the rain, the storm, or the fish we catch. We're borrowing it all from our children's children's children. See you next week, everybody, on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. <laughs>